the human beings seem like a bad choice, but there's a better alternative. We're presenting ourselves as an alternative. You get it? That's what the angel said. And when they said this, who was listening? Iblis was listening. And did he say anything? No. That's interesting. This guy is watching this entire conversation. Allah hasn't even created Adam yet. And he's feeling something, but he's not saying it. The first thing you, I want you to know, we're going to have a few sessions tonight. What I want you to know is everything you learn about the devil tonight, everything you learn about shaitan tonight, is something he wants you to do. Everything he feels, he wants you to feel. Everything he did, he wants you to do. And the first thing he did is he felt something. He felt something was bothering him, but instead of talking about it openly to Allah and clarifying it, he kept it to himself. He kept a feeling to himself. The angels felt something. They did. What did they do? They said it. Yeah, Allah, we don't think this doesn't seem to make sense to us. You know, you know everything, but I'm saying we don't get it. They said it right away. He didn't say it. Now, why is that important? Because sometimes, you know, let me just tell you how the devil works. You, you know, two of you meet and says, hey, somebody says, Salaamu Alaikum. Say, Wa Alaikum Salaam. And you don't make eye contact when you say, Wa Alaikum Salaam. Right? And you're like, why didn't they make eye contact? Are they mad at me? Is that from that one time I sent them that email and they didn't answer back? And is that why they didn't make eye contact? But you don't say anything. It's going on where? In your head. And now it's like Eid time and you're inviting people and you're like, I don't think I'm going to invite this person. Remember that eye contact thing? <laughs> and it eventually snowballs into, I don't want to see this person. You don't know they hate me so much. I don't even know what I did to them. But you don't know how they think about Oh my God, you create an entire reality in your head because you didn't what? Hey, is everything okay? Yeah, it's fine. Oh no, I have allergies. <laughs> you didn't know I have a lazy eye? I'm looking this way, but I was looking at you like, yeah, could be. Once you clarify, it's something else entirely, isn't it? That happens. Like I tell you one time, there was a scholar I really look up to. I ran into him at a conference. I was so excited to meet him. I don't ask for selfies. So I, I you know, go to meet him. And I say, Salaamu Alaikum. And he keeps on doing his thing at the stall and he's not even looking up. I said, Salaamu Alaikum. He's like, three times I said, Salaamu Alaikum. And nothing, no reaction. And I'm like, oh, I used to look up to this person. <laughs> and then I'm walking away and somebody else came and said, Salaamu Alaikum from the other side. He said, Wa Alaikum Salaam, how are you? What's your name? And I was like, I'm going to try that again. So I go from the other side and say, Salaamu Alaikum. And he says, Wa Alaikum Salaam. He's deaf on the other side. <laughs> so, if you don't clarify, you're going to create an alternative reality in your head, isn't it? The devil, Iblis, obeyed Allah and obeyed Allah and obeyed Allah and obeyed Allah and obeyed Allah. And he proved himself better than all the other jinns. And he proved himself so worthy that he got invited to meetings that are being held with who? The angels. And Allah says, I'm creating a new creation. New creation? Well, wait, why do you need a new creation? 
And what, what's so great about this creation? Well, he's going to have my ruh. So when he has the choice to do right and wrong, he's going to make the right choice. That's why I'm going to leave him on the earth to make his own choices. He's going to be in charge of the earth. But wait, I've been making the wrong choice, the right choices all this time. Way better than even these angels. These guys don't even make wrong choices. I've been doing all, and like, I'm not, you're not thinking about me? Did he say any of this? No, he's thinking it. He's thinking it. So the first thing is, when you feel something negative, you don't say it. You let it grow inside and let the infection get worse. Let the infection get worse. That's the first problem. The second problem is, how come you didn't pick me? The thought. Why him? Why not me? Now the thing is, was Iblis given a high rank? The simple question. Was he given a high rank? Yes. By giving Adam a responsibility on the earth, does it take anything away from Iblis? No. Iblis still has a high rank. He's still ranked among the angels. It's actually great. He, he loses nothing. But the problem of Iblis is, I don't feel like what I have is worth anything when I see someone else having something. I need, I, you know, I only feel like I should be the one that should get everything, everything that, that every appreciation, every acknowledgement, every recognition should come my way. And if somebody else got that appreciation or that acknowledgement, then I feel like it was taken from me, even though in reality it wasn't taken from you at all. It wasn't taken from you at all. I'll give you another example how the devil, this is, this is what he felt. Does he want you to feel this, by the way? Yeah, totally. Sometimes they have masjid fundraisers. The most fun thing you can ever go to is a masjid fundraiser, right? Uh, eat before you go to a masjid fundraiser because they won't give you food until they get your money, right? That's what they do. <laughs> so, but anyway, they go to the masjid fundraiser and at the end of the masjid fundraiser, they want to thank all the board and the volunteers. Right? I'd like to thank Abdul Karim and Sister Fatima and Yahya and Abdullah and Zainab and, and there was a Maryam waiting for her name to be called. You know, she's the Secretary of Humility Department. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so she's waiting for her and they call all these people's names and she forgot to mention whose name. And I was like, huh, all this work. Couldn't say my name. I'm the one who made the handout. I made my name font size 18 on purpose and bold. I know you missed it on purpose. He wants you to feel like somebody else getting recognized is taking something away from you. It's taking something away from you. This starts in the family. When mom gives one of you a hug, your eyes burn. I'm going to put my sock in your mouth when you're sleeping tonight. <laughs> Why didn't I get that same look? Why didn't I get it? Now, I'll give you a, a real example. One of your kids has been telling you he's, do, he's done his homework, he's done his homework, he's done his homework. He didn't do any homework for the whole week. Teacher sent you a note. He hasn't done any homework. And he's been lying to you the whole week. The other kid got an eight, a 90 on their math test. They both come to you. One of them comes to you, he says, can I have some ice cream? Yeah, you earned it. Give me a hug. Get some ice cream. The other one says, can I have some ice cream? No, you need to think about what you just did. 
and how about you do these, you know, these extra homework math problems and you never let my, your teacher hear disappointment again because that was pretty bad. And you lied to me on top of that. And this kid who got a little bit of a scolding says, wow, they get ice cream and I get this? Mom loves them, doesn't love me. Dad loves them, doesn't love me. But actually both of those are acts of love, aren't they? Because you can't just give ice cream to kids that are lying. You can't just encourage them when they're doing the wrong thing. They need tough love. Isn't it? So you can't treat everybody the same way. This is exactly what the devil did in the story of Yaqub and Yusuf. The dad showing one kid love and what did the other brothers say? Man, I'm going to kill him. We just got to get rid of him. You know? So this is the second feeling that the devil has. Again, he hasn't said anything yet. But him not saying anything is saying a lot. Isn't it? So he says, Allah says, I'm going to put him on the earth as a khalifa. The angels say, we think he's going to kill. And the devil's probably like, yeah, listen to them. He's not going to make himself look bad. He let other people speak on his behalf. Allah says to the angels, I know something you don't know. I know what you don't. Now the story opens up. We were all created at the same time. All of us. And we were not placed in some kind of spiritual ICU. We were actually awake. All of us were awake, conscious. We used to have direct conversations with Allah. All of us used to have direct conversations with Allah. In a sense, the body that we're in is a shell. It's a temporary home that we've been given. But the real us was created a long time ago. When Allah made that announcement, He created the ruh. And the ruh all coexisted, all of us at the same time. And what's really interesting about that on a side note is that not, it's not necessary that you were sitting, standing next to your brother or your mom or your dad or your cousin. But Allah bunched different ruhs together. The Prophet describes al-arwahu junudum mujannada. There are groups that are bunched together. It ever happened to you sometimes, you meet somebody you've never met before, they barely speak the same language as you, but you find yourself really attached to them and familiar, like, I feel like I know you. Why do I feel so connected to you? And then there are people in your own family, you look at them, how am I your relative? I don't understand, how? You know? So there are some souls, some ruh, that were actually brought close to each other. They were given a connection to each other. And when they find each other in this world, they find themselves drawn to each other. They become best friends with each other. They find themselves understanding each other sometimes without even saying words. And then there are some ruh that are very far from each other. And those are the kinds of people, they could both be good people, but they are annoyed with each other. They cannot stand each other's company. Okay, it's like the, the wrong sides of the magnet, they pull apart, right? So now anyway, Allah has created all the ruh. The angel asked this question. Allah said, I know something you don't know. Now then Allah then took the first body, which is the body of who? Adam, he made it from clay, he made it balanced, poured the first ruh in, the first of many ruh. This is why Allah says, Allah Adam. Allah chose Adam. Chose, why, why, choosing means you, there's a choice. There's a choice. So of all the ruh that were there, which was chosen? Adam salam, and it was put inside this body. And then he was shown his children. He was shown all of us. And Allah then says, This is the part that a lot of people don't get. Allah brought Adam in front of all of us, every single one of us, Donald Trump included. <laughs> Everybody was there. And then Allah taught Adam every one of our names 
and every one of our qualities. This one, very creative. This one, very short-tempered. This one, really mathematical. This one, extremely patient, etc., etc., etc. Like a full Facebook profile on every single person was given to Adam salam. Like, this is your child, this is your child, this is your child. And he got to know each one of our names. Each one of our names. And each one of our qualities. Because the word ism means name and quality. Yeah? And so now, Adam has been introduced to the Prophet Muhammad He's been introduced to Dawud He's been introduced to Fir'aun. We don't know if they're going to be good or bad. At that time, they're all good. And there's the potential good that they have inside them. So Adam sees all of them and what they've been created with. Okay. Now, then he brings the angels. Remember the angels had a problem? What was their problem? He's going to make the wrong choice. He's going to spill blood, remember? In front of them, the angels, these human beings that are there, are they in the form of their body or are they in the form of their ruh? And Allah said, what makes the, what makes the human being so special that eventually you will even do sajda? Is the what? The ruh. Allah asked these angels, can you describe these uh, ruh to me? Can you name them and describe them to me? They say, لا علم لنا إلا ما علمت. We don't know anything. We don't know anything except what you taught us. He calls Adam. He says, أَنْبِئْهُمْ بِأَسْمَائِهِمْ Tell them their names. Describe each one of them to my angels. Why don't you tell them? And by the way, when the angels are being given this demonstration, who's listening and watching? Iblis, still quiet, listening and watching. So we're being, we're being described and every single one of us is being introduced and every single one of us has light because ruh is light is a kind of light that's inside of us and even the Pharaoh, for example, the worst human being described in the Quran is the Pharaoh right? and that human being, even him, Musa was told give him a reminder, maybe he'll benefit from it because there's still light inside him there's ruh inside him too so the pure goodness of everyone is in the ruh and Allah introduced, Adam introduced every human being's goodness to the angels. Every single human being's goodness that's inside them, whether they, when they come to this earth and they bury it or whatever, we'll see that in another episode soon, in a few minutes. But for now I want you to know, Adam is introducing all of humanity to who? The angels. And the angels see this kind of goodness, and this kind of goodness, and this kind of goodness, and they see the ruh of Muhammad Rasulullah and Ibrahim They see all these people and, and the, you know, the great people of the world and at the end of that long introduction they say, Subhanaka la ilma lana illa ma'alamtana You, you know, and, and you, you know we don't know and then Allah says, didn't I tell you? Because he said, remember he said, I know something you don't know? When I'm sending them on this earth to make good choices, it's not just that they have a brain and they have balance, they can balance between right and wrong, not just that. I'm giving them a superpower that will make them choose the cho make the choice that will increase the light inside them. What's that thing, what's that superpower that I'm giving them? This ruh that I just introduced you to. Then they realize, oh, okay, yeah, 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 You're, Ya Rabb, what a choice you made. What an amazing creation you made. We get it. We get why we should be doing sajda. I can imagine, this is one of those things, you know, weird requests. Allah, I, I pray Allah enters all of us into Jannah. My weird request in Jannah is going to be, Allah, can I see the scene? Can I, can I, can I watch a replay with the camera on Iblis? Because I imagine the angel next to him would have been like, aren't they great? 
Wow, they're pretty amazing, right? Right? <laughs> and he's still not saying anything. He's still quiet. But now comes time to do what? Now it's time to do sajda. The first of the human beings has been created, the body standing. He's demonstrated to you the power of his knowledge and the, this remarkable quality of the ruh. Now you are in awe of Allah, fall into sajda. So that, that's where we begin.